Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll free number 800 951 the website at allamericangold.com. And it is Tuesday. Yeah, Thanksgiving coming up. Uh, tomorrow's our last day. Uh, the the radio stations are closed. Patriot is closed. Thursday and Friday, don't worry. The website, allamericangold.com, 24-7, so you can always uh, order during the Thanksgiving holidays. I want to do my best to try to have uh, a couple of specials that you'll be able to buy uh, during the holiday uh, season here. During Well, we're closed over the, I guess, the long weekend now. Uh, but uh, right now, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Hopefully something will pop up here. Uh, we've had a pullback in gold. We've had a pullback in silver. All on the Jay Powell being renominated nonsense. Uh, it's the best time to buy because that's the stupidest reason I've ever heard. But, again, this just tells you, listen, I don't. the markets, I don't, I don't want to say they're rigged because that would be unfair. They're run by people that believe in debt. I mean, let's face it, uh, who are the largest players in the gold and silver market? The banks. Well, so anytime they, you know, they want to pretend that, you know, this is a great thing to have Jay Powell be renominated, and 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 want to pretend that somehow that yes, this is going to be good, and and look, uh, and once Biden picked him, he came out and said, you know, I'm going to try to fight inflation. Okay, how? Well, I'm not going to do anything different. <laughs> so apparently, uh, that's the new mantra. We're going to say we're going to f- try to fight inflation, but we're Jason, they're not actually going to do the inf- inflation fighting. That's exactly right, Joe. That's exactly right. And it, it's funny when uh, Joe and I talk in the morning sometimes before we get on the air, and uh, the, uh, the, the system is rigged storyline. J- Joe's more in my camp uh, when gold goes down, and he's less in my camp when gold's going up, I've noticed. <laughs> I've noticed Joe that's like, man, what is going on? This doesn't make sense. This is not the way it's supposed to be, and, and it's right. This is not the way it's supposed well, to be. Listen, I, again, I don't think rigged's the right word. It, it, it makes total sense. I mean, you've got debt pushers that's trying true, yeah. to con- convince you that the dollar's going to be fine. The dollar's not fine. Mm-mm. Inflation's not fine. You know, it's like that Seinfeld, uh, that Seinfeld episode. You know, the one where uh, Jerry reserves the car, and then they show up to the the rental car place, and and they don't have the car, but yet they have the reservation. Right. And the most important thing about the reservation is you actually reserve the car. Well, Jay Powell, here's the most important thing about fighting inflation. You actually have to fight it. But fighting it would be detrimental to the banking system because, let's face it, if houses aren't worth a million dollars, think about all these cars now. (laughs) Can you imagine if used cars that were uh, fifteen thousand dollars and are now thirty thousand dollars. Go back to fifteen thousand. Right? What would people do? Right? Well, I know what they would do. 
I'm not paying on that car anymore, right? And, and, and all of those things, and, and the house of cards that they've built, uh, the amount of debt that they've created, it's just gotten ridiculous. And now to come out, and after, let's face it, all of us are suffering under the, the, the tax that is inflation. Now, now they're just going to patronize, uh, patronize us all with, oh, well, don't worry, uh, Janet Yellen. She just needs to shut the hell up. Quite honestly, uh, again, I have called for a decade now, maybe the most evil banker ever, because she is, uh, first of all, she has no real life experience. She's a, a bookworm. Let's call her what it is. She was a bookworm. And by all accounts, a fabulous student. We know people like her. All of us know people like her. A brilliant bookworm with no practical experience and no way to apply it to actually be successful. So what has she done? She's worked for the government her whole entire life. She now gets paid millions of dollars to give speeches. And she was out. She's been part of the big transitory inflation nonsense. Well, she came out and said, oh, okay, well, you know what, Jason, here's the good news. We only, we're only going to have to wait like another year, and then inflation's going to be better, Jason. Yeah, after hearing what you just said, it, uh, you used to call her the lunch lady. It makes me look at lunch ladies completely different. <laughs> How evil were those lunch well, ladies? Well, <laughs> I mean, again, if well, you put a hair net on her, right, you know? Yes, yeah. I mean... Great. Hey, I'm I'm really glad that you were such a great student. Uh, and look at Leo Bernard, another one. Where did Leo Bernard? Oh, she's Harvard, right? You know, another one of the the Ivy Leaguers, the academics. These are the same people that are out there, uh, you know, pushing critical race theory and and white people are evil and uh, uh, Amer- America's uh, a bad place and all of these things. This is this is what's happening uh, in our money system as well. And it seems like we've been inundated with these people that uh, live behind a textbook and say, well, you know, we think we can do this. Like modern money theory. right? Well, we think we can create all this money out there. And as long as we just say it's okay. Hey, when you're, when you're a multi-multi-millionaire, Paying more for the, at the gas pump or the grocery store isn't that big of a problem, I guess. Pizza Radio News Hour. Don't worry. We've only got at least another year of this. 800-951-0592. Pizza Radio News Hour. <laughs> i got to say this. This is a great one. Maybe the greatest job fair of all time uh, in Las Vegas. A new strip club had over 1,000 women show up to uh, try out uh, to be to get hired at the, the new uh, Club Ice Strip Club in Las Vegas. They had so many strippers there, Jason, the fire marshal had to shut it down. <laughs> well, I don't know what to Where say. Where are all the workers? <laughs> well, I, I think I just found them. <laughs> 
Why Las Vegas? There's got to be other places to work uh, that 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 uh, I, uh, industry again. <laughs> it, it, there's plenty of people out there that are well, part of it. It's a really it's a it's a, a two pronged story, isn't it? Really, the this is the social decay uh, of uh, of America. Really, when you think about it, that many will, uh, women thinking, "Hey, man, this is my big break." Show up to take off all my clothes, and, and at the same time. Hey, I gotta provide. I need, I need to find something that pays enough money, I guess, uh, to get the job done. Uh, I just found it interesting. You know, uh, most of these companies they have a job fair. No one shows up. I did see over the weekend. It was about the trucking industry, and one of the uh, companies that you know does the trucking training, if you will, uh, and and how they basically take advantage of all these truckers and they, they make all these false promises about how much money they can make and blah, 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 blah. One of, one of the guys said, a crappy job is just that, a crappy job. And they said that there's more than one million people who have their, uh, and I don't know the, uh, the license type, like Class D or whatever, they have they are licensed to operate a big rig. But because the pay is so bad, Jason, they went through it. They went through the training, paid all the money, uh, realized they couldn't make enough money to provide for their families, and just said, "You know what? I'm not doing it. I got to find something else." And it's kind of just like the, in this job fair in Vegas. Hey. I can get a job at Chipotle or or Burger King or Walmart, but or I can drive for Uber or Lyft, but I, I can't make enough money to provide for my family. So and, until these jobs pay better, Jason, I think this is what we're in for. And I don't think there's a lot of choices for those these people. It's just like you were saying. It's like it's what are you going to do? You know who's who's paying that money? And uh, unless you're uh, Valuable in whatever uh, you're, you're looking for a position in, you're not going to get paid the money you want. There's nobody has it. Who has the money, Joe, to, to pay that money? Yeah, well, and that's the thing. I think that we're going to find out real quick, and this is why I think Janet Yellen and Jay Powell and Lael Bernard, we need to get rid of them all. It's gotten ridiculous. I mean, I, I I get it. I totally get it. Right? You know, you you sit there and and you look at these jobs that everyone. You know, really, what are they hiring for? When we talked about it for for years, the new economy, you're a waiter, you're a waitress, right? And and not to be a little truck driver, some truck driver, listen, you're a truck driver for Walmart, you make good money, right? But uh, a lot of these jobs, they're bad jobs. And why are they bad? They're bad because they don't pay enough. You know, used to be, listen, used to be, and I know, I moved out of my parents' house at 17. Got a job. I could pay my rent. I had a car. I could pay for the car. I could pay my insurance. And the minimum wage when I started was $3.15. Think about it. Today at $15 an hour. You're not moving out of your parents' house. Right? You're not buying a car. You're not paying 
your car insurance. Now, if you live at home, well, then maybe you can get the car and the insurance, Jason, but you're not moving out. And this is the problem. These shops need to pay 30 bucks. And if they pay 30 bucks, here's the problem. The, the, the Happy Meal is now going to cost 25 bucks. And where does it all end? Why? Why is this happening? You know, it didn't used to happen. Jason will tell you. In the 1800s. Did the cost of, of, of beef move up and down? Did the cost of steel change? Did the cost of really anything change? And the answer is no. What changed then? Why are things changing in price all the time? What's different? Well, the only thing that changed is the bankers got control of elected officials. They got the people voted into Congress, got Congress to change the laws, and they put the central bank in place in 1913. That's what's changed. Think about what's happened since then, really. Before, prices remained the same. Except when? War. Truly transitory inflation. Because the second the war ended, all the prices that went up went right back to where they were. Now, as far as I can tell, Jason, we became a superpower on the gold standard, didn't we? That's correct. That's correct. The new world was a uh, quite quite the place to uh, build a future, and uh, a lot of you know millions of American or millions of Europeans showed up to, uh, to build their futures. It was yeah, superpower. No bank. Right? No we became bank. a superpower on the gold. We invented the automobile on the gold standard. Right? We did all of these things. And then think about it. As soon as they took power, what happened? Within 20 years, we had a stock market bubble, a recession, and let's face it. You know what really, I think, saved the central bank? Because I think it was on its way out again. World War II saved them. Because that was how we got out of the Great Depression. I know everyone thinks the Great Depression lasted until 1933. And the bankers want you to believe, hey, well, we took the gold away from all of you. That's when it ended. It's not when it ended. It's not when it ended. At all matter of fact, uh, by the late 30s, we were going back into the Depression. And then World War II starts. And I'm going to tell you right now. Fast forward to today, we haven't recovered from the financial crisis. We haven't recovered at all. We've got the illusion of a recovery. I mean, think about what they've really done. The, the national debt was, what, six? Six trillion, maybe approaching seven trillion uh, when Lehman Brothers went under. We're now somewhere between 29 and 30 trillion. So, you know, just back of the napkin here, we've added a roughly 
23 trillion to the national debt in 15 years not even right when did Lehman go under was it 07 was it 07 do you remember Jason uh yeah I can't remember the exact year that but uh, yeah they were they were chosen out they were leveraged 333 to 1 they uh, the other banks right. were, were un- upset right. that uh, hey we're uh, we're leveraged we're stealing but yeah, you wait. You're stealing You're way stealing too much. You're stealing worse than us, right? You're out. Believe me, that was a hatchet job. But still, think about it: twenty-three plus trillion, and say fourteen years. Does is that a recovery? Not to mention the Federal Reserve's balance sheet. It was like seven hundred billion. Uh, we're now at almost nine trillion. So let's add another eight trillion to it. So that's thirty-one trillion dollars. And what have we gotten for it? Well, we got our housing prices back up, right? We've reinflated the debt bubble that all these banks. We got to remember what was the problem? The banks were over leveraged. They had all of this debt that all of a sudden. The, what was behind that debt wasn't worth what the loan was for. We had a problem. And this, is, this has been their solution. And like I said, they pretended that they've used, I don't even know how many tools they've claimed to have. Oh, well, we've got more tools to use. and We're going to use our tools like they're Bob the effing builder. They only have one tool, debt. And now the amount of debt that we have, just like every textbook Janet Yellen ever read, what happens when you create too much of it? You get inflation. And now they're coming out and listen to them. They're acting like they've got this whole thing under control. Don't worry. We've only, as Jenny, oh, I fully expect by this time next year for inflation to be a lot better. Didn't you say two years ago that there wasn't going to be any inflation? And now we've got the worst inflation since, really, you know, they say the, the 80s or the 90s. It's the worst inflation since the 70s. And really, quite honestly, Jason, it may be worse than that. We haven't even seen the worst of it yet. Now you've got, you've got a stripper fair and a thousand strippers show up. How about the new Christmas shopping? Have you guys participated in this? It's called, uh, instead of Black Friday... It's called Smash Em Up Fridays. Yeah, thieves across the country now. Showing up at, whether it's Macy's, Louis Vuitton, you name, I, I can't even name all the places where they just pull up, they jump out with hammers and ski mask station, bash in the counters and steal everything. That's the new Christmas shopping. Yeah, and I don't know how they're going to get caught either because uh, it seems like every year the police have less and less power to bust these guys. And so, uh, I don't know, I guess it's, I guess uh, insurance companies are going to start uh, raising their rates. Well, again, yeah, well, how about Best Buy today? 
Best Buy came out with earnings. Uh, their stock is getting trashed right now. Uh, the the CEO saying that he called it a trauma from rising retail theft or thefts that are forcing employees to quit their jobs. He's saying it's so bad, right? Our margins are under pressure. He goes, but it's one thing I can replace. <laughs> Think about it. I can replace the computers and whatever else they steal, the TVs. But the employees are so traumatized that they end up quitting, and, and that's even a bigger problem. It is amazing. I, I've never seen anything like it. By the way, uh, San Francisco... Uh, one of the hot spots, other pot parts of California now. I know my son was telling me in Chicago this weekend, Jason, it was everywhere. There was looting going on everywhere. Oh, boy. It's, and that's just uh, one of the symptoms of a uh, economy that's in, uh, having a lot of stress, Joe. So, I mean, uh, there's a reason Jeff Bezos is going to uh, make another 100,000 robots to run his factories. You know, it's, it's the easy solution now. The system's right. A thousand strippers showing up for a job fair. Retail thefts at epic proportions. Homicides, crime, all of it. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 Poland who's been uh, stockpiling gold, Uh, their their central bank made an official announcement today saying that they are going to add another 100 tons of gold to its reserves. Uh, Poland, who already has 230 metric tons, uh, so that'll make it 330 metric tons. I want to read to you what they said because it's pretty simple. Gold will retain its value even when someone cuts off the power to the global financial system, destroying traditional assets based on electronic accounting records. That was their comment as to why. Pretty interesting comments, wouldn't you say, Jason? Yeah, it sounds like Poland's uh, thinking a little outside the uh, central banking box. <laughs> That's what it sounds wow. like. I, I you know what? It's funny. I took it as sounds like uh, Poland's just telling everybody, "Hey, this is what's coming." It's broken, right? Yep. And of course, when when they mean destroying traditional assets, what does that mean? That means your your stocks, your bonds. They're all. And again, they're all overinflated. You know this. All of you listening know it. And either you're preparing for it or you're not. And 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 either you're getting ready because let's face it, how long do we really have? How long do you think this could really go on? Right here here's we've got people in charge that their head is so far up their own backsides. I said it yesterday. How does Jay Powell keep his job? That may be one of the worst central banking jobs ever. How about Janet Yellen? 
why is she still there? Why wouldn't Joe Biden said, dude, I need a different Treasury Secretary because you can't find your ass with both your hands. You just told me a year ago there wasn't going to be any inflation, and now today did you see that we, we are releasing 50 million barrels from the Strategic Oil Reserve? Just to give everybody a little idea of 50 million barrels, because it sounds like a lot. That sounds like a lot of oil, 50 million barrels. Uh, that's about two and a half days' worth of supply, Jason. Yeah, and then the, you've been bringing that up over the last few weeks, and it seems like, uh, I don't know, are they going to be able to keep that uh, strategic storage <laughs> full, Joe? You know, well, here's the funny part, and just like, uh, just like uh, when I was talking about when gold was going to break out and all of that, oil fell for like the last week as we've been waiting for this announcement. And it went from uh, like $85, I think it got down to like $76. Well, now that they made the announcement today, right, oil's up a buck and a half today, back back up uh, approaching $80 a barrel here uh, because it's so insignificant. It just tells you how out of touch everybody really is. Here's the bottom line. The only way we're going to solve this problem is to get government out of the way and get oil drillers drilling again. And if really, let's face it, Jason, if we really want them to get drilling again, we need higher oil prices. Yeah, yeah there's that. And how about just the will to do it? I mean, it seems like our government... Well, that's is. the government part, right? Right. Right? We, the, the, the government's got to get out of the way. Uh, but, but again, that's not what the plan is. Poland just told everybody what the plan is. Hey... The whole world's going to go digital. And when it does, these quote-unquote traditional assets, and in our case, our traditional assets are what? They're dollar-based. Right? All of the loans, you get a home loan, it's in dollars. You get an SBA loan, it's in dollars. You get a car loan, it's in dollars. Credit card debt is in dollars. Why? Because, well, we live in a country that the dollar is the currency. And Poland's just telling you when the digital comes, you're going to have destruction of your quote-unquote traditional assets. Right? And this is what they're talking about. It's going to be destruction of the dollar. And why? Well, because look at these clowns. Really, since the financial crisis... I mean, we just did the math. We've added over $30 trillion of debt. And here's the funny part. Nine tri- well, $8 trillion, because they started with $700 billion. $8 trillion of it was made up out of thin air just to buy treasuries and mortgage-backed securities to create. Now we've got, look at the housing market. Housing market's insane. All created by the Fed. And now we have a national debt where the Treasury Department or the Federal Reserve is the largest holder of treasuries in the world, Jason. And I don't know if that's ever going to come to an end. That that's uh, that might be permanent, Joe. I mean, I, I don't see that coming to an end very soon. Who else? Well, is gonna, here's who else what is I see. going to buy them, right? Well, that's a great question, and I'm going to tell you. I think there's more surprises coming. I would not be surprised if 
we end up down the road where as part of your employment right you have to uh put some of your you know that 401k money has to go into buying treasuries or things of that nature i wouldn't be surprised at all they've got more tricks up their sleeve 402k right a 402k right because someone's got to do it listen and, and and Poland's getting ready. All the other central banks are getting ready uh, because the traditional assets, that's what's going to struggle, right? So in here, it's dollars. In Canada, it's the loonie. Europe, it's the euro, right? All of these things uh, are going to see a massive repricing. Massive. And I, and I don't know, to Jason's point, I don't know how we paid that debt. Here's the sad part. We're going to add another $3 trillion next year. right? And who knows how many trillion the year after that and the year after that and the year after that until it all goes boom. The problem is, we st- even when it crashes, we still owe the money, right, Jason? Yeah, they're not gonna. They're not gonna. Uh, there's no bankruptcy uh, out of that debt. You know, those that own the debt uh, own those that owe them the money. So you know, the debt slavery is debt slavery for a reason, and uh, they're not gonna allow people to just. Oh yeah, your your home is for free. I know there's a lot of people out there. Oh, there'll, there'll be mortgage forgiveness and and school loan forgiveness. That ain't happening, Joe. Let me tell you right now, I got a bad feeling about. 401k IRAs and too much money in bank accounts. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Gold's down 23 at 1783. Uh, Silver's down a dollar uh, at 2330. Uh, Silver premiums went up a dollar. Oh, boy. I don't mean to laugh. That's all that happened. Uh, I again, uh, physical says it's just looking at the silver going down, and saying nope, that ain't happening here. That's that's, nope. that's a good thing. No, nope. they just are like yeah, no. Same thing on, on the gold markets. Uh, gold uh, again, the premiums on gold are, are actually a little better. Uh, the, at least the gold price has moved down uh, somewhat today. Like twenties today, U.S. twenty dollar gold piece is twenty one twenty five. Uh, so that's that's eight. Hey, Friday they were twenty two hundred bucks, so uh, that that's a, a a savings of seventy five bucks here at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and and again I I don't know I don't know the solution. Check this out, Jack. But I do Joe, know I'm, this: debt is the problem. I, I was checking out the uh, debt clock, and uh, it's always good to revisit that clock and look at some of these. You know, there's a ma- massive amount of numbers, but the uh, actual dollars existing to an ounce of gold. Twenty-one thousand five hundred and thirty. Isn't that credible? So, if you went back and said, "Okay, we're going to go back to where twenty dollars created equals a, a twenty-dollar gold, yeah. gold piece," yep. right? Right. Twenty dollars created equals a twenty-dollar gold piece. Where would we be? You'd have to divide twenty-one five thirty by twenty. So I don't uh, I don't have a calculator in front of me in the booth here, but uh, you know uh, <laughs> I can't do it in my head that, that fast, Joe. I'm sure you uh, twenty one thousand. Just do twenty one thousand divided by twenty. So that's uh, oh, that'd be like a thousand. That's not that much. Thousand seventy five. 
Is that is that right? No, that's all right. Is that right? Uh, silver, uh, I silver. Think, I think silver's three thousand and eighty-three dollars per ounce of silver. Oh, three thousand and eighty-three. So that put gold. Wow, that'd be yeah. So it's not twenty-one thousand. I think that's where your math's a little off. That's on the dead clock. Twenty-one thousand five hundred and thirty dollars to per ounce of gold out there. That, maybe that number is just wrong. Uh, it does have you know, it does have this one hundred eighty-six paper ounces of silver to an actual physical ounce of silver exists and 83 ounces of paper gold versus one ounce of actual gold that exists you know so and i'll have to, I'll have to do the math on that because yeah i don't uh is it, you just a thousand i guess that says a thousand so there must be something wrong because there's more dollars out there than 20 than a thousand per ounce of gold joe because we have uh three uh Twenty-nine trillion in debt. We're on the cusp of hitting twenty-nine trillion in, on the national debt, and that's well. That that then again, this is uh, U.S. debt clock, but they can't calculate because of the uh, the budget not being passed. So we know, you know, right now twenty-eight trillion nine hundred eighty-two billion. So we're we're really uh, almost nine eighty-three. We're about seventeen billion dollars away from twenty-nine trillion. Yep. And then when, whenever they finally pass a budget. Then we'll probably add another trillion right away to it. Uh, so, so we've got a national debt uh, that's going to be thirty trillion plus coming into January. It's nuts. It really is. It's funny, Joe, because that that number I gave you, and you're right, it's about a thousand dollars to the ounce. But that's the that's just counting the existing dollars in circulation. So maybe the existing dollars in circulation aren't as big as we think. But is that all the gold in the whole world? Uh, yes, I, be- I do believe that. So. Oh well, no, no, no. It's, well, do- it's dollars. It's dollars. Because the United dollars, States yes. doesn't have all the gold in the whole world. C- correct, but also the currency. So, the currency so that, that, that may be that may number may be a good number. Well, the currency that exists is far smaller than the debt, which is the money that we owe, which is what get- gold should be balanced against. Because if you owe that money, uh, that that's that's those are dollars that should exist. We shouldn't have a debt. There should be no national debt. The treasury should just print the money. That we need and put it in circulation. So having this twenty-nine trillion in debt, Joe, that's why gold really shouldn't be at two thousand. It should be at three thousand, four thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, because we have twenty-nine trillion in debt. That's how gold really should be priced. Boy, if you did that, I, I mean, my calculator won't go out that far. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I can't. You drop six zeros, you do the calculation, then you add the six zeros at the end. That's how you do it. You know, right? I mean, it, it's. Uh, Wow, uh, that would be quite the number. And again, I you know, uh, when we look at where where we're at with all of this debt, the, the scarier part is when it does reset. Who's paying for it? And and the way they've rewritten the laws. See, it used to hey, the bank could go under, and now that the FDIC doesn't actually have the money. For the insurance, they could set FDI insurance at anything, right? A million dollars, ten million dollars. But if they actually don't have the money, what's it worth? And that's really the the problem. And why, when they did Dodd Frank, they're like, "Oh man, we didn't do a very good job," because the way it was written here, uh, the the banks were going to get crushed, and. The consumer, if you had less than, uh, you know, you didn't have a ton of money, and they got to walk away. You know, some people would lose all their money, but, you know, you still get to walk away. Now, uh, oh, no, 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 no. 
We're not doing it that way. The government's not going to be on the hook. The bank's not going to be on the hook. The depositors are going to be on the hook. And that's really what they've done. And I think a lot of us, uh, you know, because a lot of us, me included, the government should have bailed out these banks, and that was ridiculous. Yep. Uh, but, but, but the realities are next time around, the pain is going to be felt way more on the depositor side of things. And I think a lot of people are going to be shocked by that, Jason. Well, and one of the things that they always say about the countries, well, you know, the taxpayers are going to bear the weight of this. The average taxpayer bears the weight of three people now. Because the, uh, on, the, on the debt clock it says, debt per taxpayer, 229000 That's how much our share are, Joe. But each citizen's debt is 87000 That's That's per citizen. So that, that means the average taxpayer has to bear the weight of three taxpayers, Joe. That number gets worse every year. We'll be back for the final segment. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. Joe Jacob with Jason Walker wrapping it up. we got one more show tomorrow. One more show tomorrow, then we'll be back on Monday uh, for the Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, you don't have a special today. We'll, we're working on something for tomorrow in the weekend, uh, and hopefully it'll come together and we'll have something uh, that, well, again, we want to be the best, the cheapest, uh, and really give value out there. So uh, tune in tomorrow. Fingers crossed, Jason. Uh, we'll have something cool. I'm I'm thinking utility junk silver would be good. We'll have to see there because uh, we can we can uh, we can sell that as buy junk instead of going out and buying junk. <laughs> that's because that's what I'd rather. I give silver out to my relatives. That's just nothing. Those are all the gift you need to give. Give them a little silver. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll see. I I don't know yet. Uh, we we put out. Uh, thousands of of uh feelers out there and and this price drop actually hurt because right, right. people just they don't they're not going to sell it at that price that's the problem it, it, it's such a and again i i have no idea what happens in the uh in the paper markets out there uh the these people that trade in those markets i have no their reality is so different uh, from the actual realities uh, that exist in the world today. It's it's really hard to understand. Yeah, and a lot of this stuff is real hard to understand. Yeah, Joe, you've done a, 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 a magnificent job over the years of bringing these numbers to people and, and making them understand why they have to have gold and silver. Thank you. To me, Thanksgiving and Christmas is always a time where you should really kind of beef up your gold and silver because there's sometimes there's a little extra money flowing around you know when i was growing up of course you're a kid you get a little a few extra dollars you know from birthday or christmas cards and uh and ho- holidays and this this is the time you know if there's a little bit of money flowing around we put it put it away in this stuff because it doesn't matter if, if it's gone down in, in price uh, over the last couple of days or not you just just get it get it and put it away because you know, uh, these numbers on you know, i love looking at the u.s debt clock joe because it just shows that U.S. was the there was a, a great economic reset after World War II. We were the manufacturing empire of the world, and now it's been shifted to China. And over the next decade or two, and three decades, it'll shift it to Africa. And these guys are going to they think they can just continue to to do this thing. And, and what do we have to do? You have to take care of yourself and your family. You know, manufacturing jobs, Joe, in, uh, is is a, a little over twelve million, and at the year two thousand, it was over seventeen million. We've lost. And the problem is, 30%. you go back to like the, yeah, you go back to the eighties. It was way higher. You go back to the seventies, right? And how much higher it was, and 
And again, we talk trade deficits and all these things. The amount of wealth that leaves the United States every year uh, compiled with the amount of debt that we add every year, uh, it, it really is. It's not a matter of, of if. It's just the matter of when. That, that's correct, Joe. And, it, and if, if you know, two thousand, we you know, we all know about NAFTA and the Clintons and sending everything to China. In the year two thousand, we had seventeen million. Now we're at twelve. That's that's thirty percent in in a, in a time where we already had shifted all everything over to China. What's it going to be in ten years? I bet we lose another third. I bet we're down to eight million manufacturing jobs uh, at the end of this decade, Joe. That's that's how bad it's going to get. Yeah. We have a workforce of one hundred fifty-four yeah, million, and only twelve million are manufacturing. Look around, right? Apparently, the new job is to go smash and grab, right? Uh, that that's the uh, apparently uh, that's the new way to go Christmas shopping in America today. Uh, lawlessness seemingly everywhere. Uh, it reminds me a lot when I'm watching like New York City in the '70s, uh, being uh, someone that spent time there. That was not a place you wanted to be, right? Times Square was nothing but peep shows. Kind of looks like that's where we're headed back to again. Pizza Radio News Hour. 